welcome to the Horror House Podcast. I'm Dave. I am Chris. We're two dudes that like to talk about horror from movies to real life. And this week in the Horror House, we're back to the movies with a pairing that was once thought impossible, Dave. And almost was impossible. Almost, but I always dreamed of this. I don't know how many times. I, I argued this battle. As much as I argued Bret Hart versus Undertaker, <laughs> um, and probably a lot, lot more. We are talking Freddy versus Jason from 2003, this week in the Horror House. Um, lot to say on this one. Lot to say. And we'll come back around to wrestling uh, as well. Uh, but first, before we get too uh, ahead of ourselves here, we are trying to get to 100 followers on Spotify. So click that follow button, man. It's, it's not that hard. All your friends are doing it. All the cool kids do it. Why can't you? You want to be a cool kid? Everybody wants to be cool. So, so click that follow button. And let your friends know about that follow button as well. Maybe they, maybe they want to follow us. You don't know. You just tell them. Tell them. Spread the word. Chris, I, I don't want to hold back. I want to get an ad and get back to the mono and mono dream battle of 80s slasher icon, Freddy versus Jason. We are back, and it is time to talk about, I think for both of us, one of our, our most anticipated movies at the time, Freddy versus Jason. Um, let's just talk about that to start it off with, our anticipation, and just... I mean, this movie was a long time coming and development hell and being owned by two different studios when the idea first started to really, they're like, let's do this. No, fuck you. I own this. Fuck you. I own this. And how that goes, uh, rich people ruin it for everybody. But, uh, well, and there's the, there's so much to work out. Like even the fact that it happened at all, is amazing because you know that uh, you know one studio wants Freddy to win, and you know one studio wants Jason to win, yeah. and one studio is fighting because they think they have the rights to Jason. So, like, even Jason's rights aren't like clear path to. I, I don't. Movie. I don't think they even still are. And there was just a big I, fucking fight over it in court recently. <laughs> yeah. Poor man, Jason. Um, but even s it was either around the time of Jason takes Manhattan or just before, which I was that Friday eight. I want to, I think um, is when yeah, it first started yep. trying to be, I think worked out between the two sides and just kept falling apart one way or another. Um, and that was 89 ish. So it took an, another 14 years <laughs> before the movie finally came out that they started to uh, try to, to get going. Um, and of course, New Line finally got the rights to Jason um, in the, in the, in, at one point. I don't think they have them anymore, but, uh, you know, the, the big scene, everybody, as a kid, I, I don't even remember how old I was, but Jason goes to hell, right? The fucking pulling the mask, or mm -hmm. yeah, the claw coming out. Um, pulling the Jason mask down to wherever I got was fuel. I, I, I got so excited 
when I saw that, man. That I did too. When that happened, it was like, oh yeah, it's gonna happen. And then what's the timeline between that happening and us actually getting this? Uh, um Jason long, goes to ten years. Down. Ten years. Jason yes. goes Jason goes to hell was nineteen ninety three and then Freddy versus Jason finally hit the theaters two thousand three. So Little trivia, it was Kane Hodder that played the Freddy in that scene, pulling the mask down, so he's played both Jason and Freddy. He likes to credit himself with that. And why wouldn't you? I, I would I would live on that uh, cred. What, oh, yeah. what, whatever, for whatever it's worth. Yeah. So, um, God, I, I think... Of all time, this is my most anticipated movie. Waiting for this, I would buy Fangoria's every month. Pre-internet kids, you didn't have any way to know about stuff like this. It was being worked on, what was happening, and really Fangoria, for, for me, was the only way to find out. And sometimes it'd be a paragraph, sometimes it'd be a little more, sometimes it'd be less. Um, but Fangoria was my only source of information for this movie for years. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't know the struggle, but the, but the struggle was real. Yeah. So, um, uh, the speculation, I like, I think I've talked about, and I, I have probably get some of the details wrong. Um, uh, don't do drugs kids. Um, but me and my friends, we used to argue in the eighties, like, we would argue this out. Who would win? Freddie, Jason. Honestly, Mike Myers uh, rarely come into the conversation. Every once in a while, my cousin Kenny would be like, "You wait till this. You hear about this Corey kid." <laughs> um, so, but uh, Kenny we was had to blame for discussions. Corey. Yeah, we, early stand, hipster <laughs> Kenny. Damn it, Kenny. Let's uh, do it. This guy, I got a book. This guy up from that comes to the junkyard bought me a book, and it, it talks about Corey. Um, that Which, is the most inside joke ever told. Like five people will understand that. <laughs> um, but you would, you would I'm discuss, not sure that's even Chris or, or not discuss, but you, uh, you know the back and forth of friends of oh who would yeah, win and, this. And, who, and, we we talk we would talk about like who would win this fight. We talked about. Oh, there's going to be exactly 13 Friday the 13th. Like, nobody knew that shit. Nobody, right. As long as they were making money, they were going to keep making them. Uh, there's going to be 27 Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, why 27? Like, what's that got to do with anything? I, 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 some of those things I never understood. Um, I think the biggest thing that, I, to be honest, the biggest thing that kept Michael Myers out of these kinds of discussions is where they went with the cult of Michael Myers. To be honest, that fucking ruin in my circle, like, that did not expand the lore of Michael Myers. That made mm -hmm. it, like, uh, right. uh, that made it cringe before there was such a thing as cringe. I don't know. There's just something about, something about Freddy and Jason just seems to work together. I don't know. Uh, we'll talk later about an alternate ending that was considered at one point. Um, but yeah, Michael Myers never seemed to make sense in this equation to me, even mm -hmm. before the, you know, not even considering the cult, like just something. 
that he doesn't fit. He doesn't yeah, fit. it's just too uh, too different or something. Maybe, maybe their methods just don't line up in the well, way. And that the it would... tone is different. The, yeah. the the Halloween tone is different than Freddy versus Jason. They're definitely uh, more I... the top to work together in such a movie. Yeah. If I had to, if I had to relate the relationship between Freddy and Jason to a non horror person, uh-huh. I would. My first thing I would ask them is, "Have you ever seen T two? Because it's that same thing with the with the T eight hundred and the T one thousand. It's right. Jason is the you know the Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator. He's the uh, he's the tank. He is yeah, just yeah. the the un- immovable object. And Freddy is the the um the T one thousand. He's got Sleeker. the moves. He's got yeah. the he's got the humor. He's got you know. He's more. He's a Lamborghini. He's a sports car. Right. To Jason's tank. Right. Um, Which, speaking of that, and also going back to Kane Hodder, who they replaced for this movie with um, uh, Ken Kersinger, who was much taller, uh, more of a. I mean, compared to Kane, I feel like he's more slender, more sleek of a Jason, but I don't care. For the replacement, I think it should have been Kane Hodder. I feel like a lot of Freddy fans wanted it to be Kane. Um, and that's yeah. that's a big black mark on this movie for for me. And I think a lot of Friday fans that God, that was that was part of the ingredient that a lot of us wanted in the day. It's like Freddy versus Jason, but Robert England versus Kane Hodder. And I know he doesn't oh, yeah. have quite the lineage that uh, England had for Freddy, but I mean, he'd only done like, he hadn't been Jason the whole time, right? Like there'd been other people doing right. it there's been him. There's been a few Jasons. I, was... How many, what, what percentage of fans, Chris, do you think were clamoring for like Ari Lehman versus... Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, how, what would be the percentage of just Ari Lehman? Yeah, one vote. Uh, two. Ari and his mother were voting. So. Uh, um, but yeah, man, I still am bummed out that that is not what happened. And when you get into the weeds of it and why there was this change, and it's just like that. Then it starts to go into areas that I'm that bum me out about this movie. And yeah, well, it was money, wasn't it? Was it funny? Uh, no. That's what I always kind of uh, believe. It's because he was taller. They wanted a taller Jason and one that was more sympathetic uh, in appearance because they wanted him to kind of be... Uh, the good know, guy? Yeah, essentially. Um, I, I, I mean, you... I, I talked to Jackie about this because your, your niece watched this movie with me out of the blue. And Chris, um, I forgot to bring this up. I was going to bring this up at the top of the show. Guess how we watched it? Blu-ray? We watched it on Blu-ray. Nice. And guess where that Blu-ray came from? Free Amazon? <laughs> that was the <laughs> gift bestowed. The blessing uh... passed to my family of the Friday the 13th box set. With a damaged uh, box that I tried to fix, but... Uh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I'm looking at it right now on my, on my shelf. 
and it is absolutely a thing of beauty. <laughs> um, we we watched this, and I told Jackie, I I further enticed her by saying, I also have a really poor quality DVD set of the Friday the 13th TV show, if you're interested in that. And it has almost nothing to do with uh, Jason Voorhees right. uh, or anything related Quick to Quick aside, movies. Dave. Did you know that David Cronenberg directed one of those episodes? Wow. I yes. did not know that. Yes. Uh, you didn't you didn't have to say that. I already <laughs> love that show. <laughs> Me so. too. I mine's sitting right next to my, my box set up there. Um so what what did she think of this being a, a younger person? Uh I mean this movie is now twenty years old. Yeah. Or getting I, ready to be twenty, almost. Um, so we watched it, it got kind of late, so we I barely got her opinion before she went to bed. I overall and and um Jackie, I guess you're gonna have to follow on Spotify and uh, comment on the socials if you want to clear the record here. But I, I think in general that Jackie was um a fan. I think that she came out of it with a greater appreciation of what eighties horror, especially like eighties slasher horror was. Cause I told her like Freddy versus Jason here. This it it is what eighties horror is about. It's not really at it at its best. It's not heavy, depressing, emotional. Take it seriously. Like mm-hmm. what? Okay, I, this is more serious than the Ari Layman question. What percentage <laughs> of people do you think watch oh, these stop, movies, stop, Friday the Thirteenth and stop, and stop, Nightmare on Elm Street, in order to root for the bad guy? You can't say this is more serious than the Ari Lehman question and expect me to function after that. Hold on. Hold on. Whew. Uh, I mean, uh, obviously that Hold was on. a serious Hold question. On. Hold on. Intended got... only for Ari Lehman and his mother. That one got me deep. That one got me deep. <laughs> I, got, I got you, bitch. This is more serious than the Ari Lehman question. <laughs> what, what percent? I mean, I, I would on. say... That made me a little I bit lightheaded. Think, the, just the, yeah, okay, I, okay. What's the question? Hold on, I'm sorry. <laughs> what percentage of people watch Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, I'll even say Halloween, what percentage of people watch those movies in order to root for the bad guy? So leave Halloween out because you have a recurring uh, heroine with um, Lori. So maybe you build a connection to her, Ish, but right. you know, you know, Nancy. Fuck Nancy. How many people want to see Nancy? You don't watch Nightmare on Elm Street to watch to watch Nancy. I mean, even t- Friday had even less than that. I mean, there was a yeah, couple yeah, I, like again, Tommy Jarvis was, but he was a different actor in every fucking appearance he had. So yeah, and he's responsible for half of Jason's death kills. Yeah. So Tommy. What are you doing? Electrocuting a dead corpse and bringing it back to life, you fucking Frankenstein motherfucker. So, so yeah, I, it, it's the spectacle, right? Like you're watching it for the the death and murders and the carnage and the slashing. Yep. yep. You're not watching it to see if X X uh number or whoever of civilians of Nancy's or Tommy's makes it or whatever um each i feel like each series has 
just a hint of that. Like you had your dream warriors and then the dream yeah. master had a little bit, I mean, it wasn't as good. Um, and then also, I guess you could kind of apply that to more to Tommy than, than comparing him to Nancy, I guess. But I mean, but still it, by and a, large, it's about it's the villains. For them. Yeah. It's, it's villain for them. driven. Yeah. It's not, Something that, you know, you, it's the anti-modern horror. Yeah. You know, modern horror is very much about, um, not just the scare, but it's the emotion that I go through. It's this journey. It's, what does it mean? What's the layers? There's, mm -hmm. there's no depth to a Friday the 13th and there's no depth to Nightmare on Elm Street. And that's okay. Plus, that I, was like dream time of of effects, right? Like it was a part of it was just to see like what cool shit the makeup people could do. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And kills blood. We wanted to see. We want to see boobs. We want to see blood. We wanted to check, see bodies. Check, check the three Bs. And like, so, how are they going to kill him this time? That was another. That was a thing for me. Like, how are they going to kill him this yeah. time? Yeah. I feel like so. That's why. I, that's why. Between the two, Jason takes top spot for me because I just felt like, yeah, the machete, but there was so, there was, for someone who was grounded to the physical world, there was so much variety of kills. Right. Now, in theory, you could have gone crazy with Jason, uh, with uh, Freddy, and yeah. some of them really got into that, like, uh, the one that was in the comic book and then he uses his thumb to blow himself up and become Super Freddy and he's like <sighs> I mean there is some cool shit in the Freddy but it's most of them really of the Nightmare on the Streets are like the uh, Green Lantern of horror movies that there's so much yeah. potential that's kind of left on the cutting room floor like and and I mean I get it how do uh, you now that, that put these things me... on film that makes me really pissed that we've not had more modern Freddy. I don't care that if it's Jackie or O'Haley. I'm going to come back around uh, on that in a, in a little while. But uh, just the ability, the techniques and, and CGI and stuff now, which they touched on a little bit in you know, the, the scene with Shadow Freddy. When he's trying to like, when he like mm -hmm. is possessing his own shadow and trying to stab dude, but he's like weak. He's still too weak to do anything. I'm like, yeah. God, why is there not more stuff like that with Freddy? And they could absolutely do fucking crazy, tri really trippy kind of things like that. Um, and I, 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 granted, you know, in the '80s that wasn't really a possibility, but this was the first time that that was a big thing and more apparent. And I, I've, I've really just been dying for more of that. And if they ever do bring Freddie back, I really want more of that more trippy. Like, wow. Like they're, yeah. really, he's really fucking with the state of things and, you know, reality. I think that's, I think that's the, uh, the arena Freddie needs to occupy if he comes back. Um, but anyways, um, I want to talk next about the director, Ronnie Yu. So they brought Ronnie in. He initially said no. There was a group, Rob Zombie said no. He went off to do with House of a Thousand Corpses. 
Um, a couple other people also passed on it, uh, but they circled back around and got Ronnie Yu to accept. Uh, but he got a lot of creative freedom with uh, his acceptance to that, um, for better or worse. Um, and horror fans know him more probably. Well, I, I should, maybe not more probably, maybe in addition to, <laughs> but Bride of Chucky. And yeah. uh, yeah. maybe at the time it, it, I would have said that, but uh, they also didn't want somebody that was a fan of the franchise prior to making this, which is which so blows my mind. Fucking stupid. That shit. Yeah. And I mean, this is a fan dream. Why would you not want that? input on but i'll be honest um i don't like the direction in this movie whatsoever whatsoever he does shots in this like you know those kind of like weird frames per second shots where it kind of is slowed down but like in a herky jerky kind of a manner i don't know what they call that i'm not gonna pretend but like there's things like that that just look bad it looks bad uh well, it's 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 obvious this was kind of the age of the, uh, like, I, we really wanted some effects that we could turn into 3, 3D stuff. Mm. So, I'm sorry, I'm stepping all over your uh, comments. No, I, want you, I want you in here with me, but yeah. I mean, do you know what I'm talking about? Like, those weird, like, he slows it down, but it, a lot of times it seems like whenever there's kills happening, you know, like the big action shots, it, it'll do that. Like, um... It's, it, it almost looks like Into the Spider-Verse, you know, how they kind of chopped that uh, frames per second up, and it, 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 it feels fine in that because it's animated, but in this it just feels bad to me. It looks bad to me, um, and I, I've watched a lot of uh, behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, Never Sleep Again is a great documentary on the entirety of the Nightmare uh, franchise. If you've never watched it, it's very long. It's great though. Um, a lot of actors uh, give their thoughts and stuff, and there's stuff on Freddy versus Jason, and uh, he just uh, Ronnie. You, me and him's gonna have words if we ever meet. Is all I can say. That's okay. all I can say, Dave. You're gonna have to hold Watch me back. Watch out, Ronnie. <laughs> like first it was Watch the new Jason, out. and then it was Ronnie. You and just. Some of the decisions in this don't work for me. And I'm going to, should I get all I, my negative stuff out or should we just kind of be, chop it up and inter, interweave? I mean, we, if we want to get the negatives out, um, that's fine for me because then we just come around to the positives. And there, I feel like there are positives here. So let's get the negatives okay. out. Okay. Um, I think um, the, the writing is so bad. And I don't, I know you, like, we've, we've been talking about, it. like, you don't expect, you don't go into this expecting Amadeus or what the fuck ever, right? But. Right. We've talked about this in person. Like, I, the line where um, Lori is like, Freddy died by fire, Jason by water. How can we use that against them? Is this Pokemon? <laughs> I don't know. It, it, I, and I, I was telling Jackie, because, again, Jackie has never seen, um. A nightmare movie, and she's never seen a, a, a Friday the Thirteenth movie, right? So this is her first foray into that, and I I think it went well because I think it's a good introduction. I think she will um, be interested and in get in. I don't know if I can get her to go all the way back to um, Friday the Thirteenth one. 
one those, and two. I don't know if uh, she can go back to that. We might, I maybe because the bacon effect. Um, Kevin right. Bacon is really fucking hot in in uh, the pop <laughs> culture right now. The zeitgeist. Gr- so great I, I think maybe. maybe the first great Friday death is Kevin Bacon. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, oh yeah, no, there are so many in that one. I you know, I, Jason. Uh, like I said, Jason. The the dude knew how to uh, kill with flair. I mean, he he had some flair. He had a that was dramatic mama. chops that, was that were waiting Voorhees, to get though. out. Yeah. Um, but but the, the overall story in this, I just I don't it don't it don't fit for me. I don't like it. I don't like the actors most by and large. I don't like the actors in this. Um. Uh, there are two bright spots. Um. Let me hold one before I get to the actors. The hypnosil story, right? Like the drug, the suppressing mm-hmm. dreams. I think is a cool idea, but I don't think it 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 made it. And I think there was a little bit of that in Dream Warriors. Um, I don't know if they called it hypnosil, but I think there was something that they were doing, or maybe yeah, they mentioned yep. it in passing. Yep. Um, I think that's really cool, and it could have been done very interesting, but I don't think it was here. Um, but the two bright spot actors for me, can you guess, can you guess which two I'm talking about? I, I'm going to say, um, uh, Monica Kina. No, yeah, she's, she, she's pretty she fire. Does, she does have two bright spots though. <laughs> she is pretty fire. Um, I'll uh, so later. I will tell you who I thought acting wise probably did the best and he's really kind of a, uh, more minor character. I thought Brendan Fletcher did a great job. They, Absolutely. Uh, That's my number yeah. one. <laughs> yep. This made me a Brendan Fletcher. Uh, a, a, it made me a Fletch head. Whenever I see him, it, I'm like, there's fucking Brendan Fletcher. I've watched Uwe Boll movies just because he's in them. And they're terrible. Terrible. Um, he's really got some acting chop. I, mean, I you know, love he's, him. He, he's I all he's over great. the place. Yeah. So. Um, so my second one, do you have, who's your, who's your second? Do you have a second one? This one will, mine will spawn more discussion. So speak now if you have one. I, I'm, I don't really think anyone stands out to me. I'm a Kelly Rowland fan from Destiny's Child, but I thought she was too one dimensional here. Yeah. Um, I'm a big so, Catherine Elizabeth fan, uh, but I, she dies so early in this. Um, mm-hmm. God, I love Ginger Snaps. I think she's fantastic. Um, well, I hated the character and then yeah, that's, she's, you nothing. know, I, she really is nothing yeah, in this. Um, yeah. I can, I can, I can always separate the character from the actor as well, but I, I didn't care for the character. So, so for me, um, Zach Ward playing the brother of Brendan Fletcher of Mark um okay. uh who we all remember as the fucking uh, bully from a christmas story yep yep and uh, listen i may i may be i may be off base they've people may come after me but he has a brief appearance in this movie and he's being, you know, pl- played air quotes by Freddy Krueger. Um, why was he not 
the replacement for Freddy Krueger instead of Jackie Earl Haley. I would I would kill still for him to do it. And I don't know why, because I think he is he showed in this to me that he is the next best thing to that. I think I think he looks and he looks well. I think he's more menacing than Jackie Earl. But I think I mean you gotta remember the time. What what is the time frame for Watchmen? Um Still a couple years at least, 2009. Oh, so nine, nine years difference. Wow, six six years. Um, okay, okay. To I, get that I name, though, yeah, I don't know. You're not but gonna Jackie, her Jackie Earl. I, I think he wasn't he like already kind of buzzy before he did. Oh, yeah, you know, anything. But um, I mean, do you? I don't even think you need a a name worthy person for that franchise, right? It's Freddy Krueger. I swear to God, I'll die on the hill. Zach Ward should have been the next Freddy. Watching this, that that scene where he's in the bathtub, and he just has that Freddiness to him, and I, I fuck in a perfect in a, in my perfect reality. That's where it would have went from. Like, okay, we're going to start this up. You did great. Uh, you're going to carry the torch. You're going to be the new one. And it wouldn't be that big of a change. Yeah. D- makeup depending. <laughs> Movie depending. But I, I can see that. I, I'll be down with you. I'm, I'm going to join your campaign, Chris. I'm, jo- I'm uh, going hard. I'm hard in the paint. I'm in with you. Welcome aboard. Um, Zach Ward for the Nightmare <laughs> Reboot, which is... Some- <laughs> Uh, apparently going to happen at some point. Um, a will start campaigning well, uh, uh, soon. Soon. Um, I need to. I need a new. I need a recent picture of Zach. You know. I mean. I don't want him to be too methed out. Well, <laughs> and I. I think that's what J- Jackie Earl Haley did. Like he went to. He went to methed out a little bit. The. The makeup is the biggest problem for me yeah, for the Freddy yeah. reboot is like the makeup sucks. I know they wanted to to make it look more authentic, but it it, just it ended up just isn't great. being looking more sad. Yeah. He looks like a doll you left out in the sun more than a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um last last thing on the actors. Um so speaking of that uh Never Sleep Again documentary. There was a great part in that where Freeberg, right? The stoner in, in the movie. They're talking about the movie. And then it cuts to Jason Mewes from Jay and Silent Bob fame, right? And he's like, oh, I love doing this movie. This was so fucking fun. And then he's like, wait, I wasn't in this fucking movie. And then gets up and walks off. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, perfect. Because anybody that watches this is like, is that, is that Jason Mewes? That's not Jason Mewes. This is Big Lots Jason Mewes. Big lost Jason Hughes. It absolutely was, and it absolutely was supposed to be. I don't. I, I mean, ugh, cool. It, it, it reminds me of it, you know the whole Freeberg part reminds me of the not Super Freddy, but the Nintendo Freddy from Freddy uh, Freddy's Dead when he's playing the Power Glove uh, with the kid <laughs> tripping out in the video game. That was a cool moment. Um, yeah. But, this so. Um, 
if I can throw a negative in here, and you kind of touched on already the script and the writing. Mm-hmm. I, I pointed out to Jackie, because I didn't want to, like, okay, if this leads to us down the road of watching some Friday the 13th, I'm probably going to start with the 2009 reboot. Um, Jared Padalecki, somebody that she's familiar with, and we can do it, and I think it's a great homage to the um, original series, and then we can get into the good stuff, the originals. But... With Derek Mears, who's fucking fantastic. I've not watched yeah, the Swamp I, yeah, Thing I yet. I thought Derek is great. Um, but Because but I know the end of the I, two series. I but. pointed out to Jackie, because I, I didn't want her to go in with the wrong idea when we see it and be like, oh, I've got this preconceived notion. Jason's afraid of water. Right, right. Where the... Yeah. You you, know, you only come up with that. You, you don't do that makes such a big mistake if you get somebody who is a fan who's actually watched the fucking movies. Yeah, it's Pokemon Red, Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, sure, he drowned. (laughs) But he's in the lake in, I think, every single fucking movie. Yeah. Except for Jason X, and maybe Jason Goes to Hell. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I, I mean... There's no no anything ever that was like Jason's scared of water. <laughs> it's so stupid. So, you know, the, it's bullshit weaknesses. Um, I I don't really I I can accept Jason sleeping because you have to have some mechanic to get them yeah. together. I yeah, like right. the idea of well, Jason feeds on fear. That that's. Pretty well established in and out of the uh, Friday the Thirteenth franchise or the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. So, um, I like that. I like the the if I can hold him, I can pull him into this. I I really like the been, scene when they get together. Been shown before in you know earlier movies, right? Like there was yeah, some. I, of I that. like that scene where she figures that out, yeah. like when she's sitting on the couch and everybody's on the table and her friends like. Uh, oh yeah, but that's also know, the that's and... also the Pokemon scene, unfortunately. <laughs> that yeah. <coughs> um, uh, it's okay, it's okay, honey. Give Daddy a kiss. Uh, you know, it's got the right creepiness. It's got the Freddy factor in general. That uh, outside of some of the acting, um, which I mean, I know, mean, parts of that have the good Freddy. Yeah, to be fair, I mean, like, did, did any of the originals have that great a caliber acting, even from the main men themselves? Like, so I, I can no, kind no, of no, forgive no. some of that in this, um, as far as that goes. Um, but let's let's now go uh, for a moment into the into the CGI into the special effects. Um, before we get quite into the special effects, I hate Freddy's makeup in this movie. I think it's the worst he's ever looked. <laughs> it, uh, even the remake? Uh, not considering that. Or not yeah, that. Not bad. considering that. Not that. Okay, you got to leave yeah, that, one that one aside. That's its own tier. Yeah, that one hasn't existed yet. Like up to 2003, we'll say. <coughs> and they do this weird alternate Freddy makeup at one point that's like witch-ish like and it was, I hate it even more. I hate it even more. And um, it's it, they're like competently done, and they're not technically bad, but the design and like 
of it. It just, it reminds me of, uh, part five, the dream child makeup, which is very, to me is the worst he'd looked prior to that. Um, which was very plasticky and fake looking like homogenized factory pressed latex. Freddy is is how it it definitely looks like to me. I I wonder if, and and you've done some behind the scenes stuff. Excuse me. But you've seen some of the behind the scenes stuff. So um, you might know better. It seems to me like, at some point, Robert England said, you know what? I don't want to sit in the chair for so oh, long. Right. How can we streamline this process? That's a good point. And, and, the, and the makeup suffered. That is a very good point. I, I didn't think of that. And it, like watching it, I watched it again today just to get a, uh, just to get into it a little more. And, and it, it, it literally looks to me I mean, that's a, what you said is a great point. It just looks like something he could just take off and yeah. Uh, okay. Now I can go to fucking Applebee's and I'm good. Um, it's like Freddy in bulk. It's fr- it's factory Freddy. It, it, it doesn't look cool. It doesn't look scary to me. Um, and I mean, Jason isn't much better, uh, but I, I, I'm not that. I think he looks all right. Uh, the the back of the head is different. I uh, like the the skin, the baldness, the whatever that is of Jason is different in every single fucking movie. I mean, Freddy's different in every movie too, but like it's more pronounced with Jason because they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I guess they're yeah. like, we'll do whatever. You know, it's whatever. It's our time now. Um, but but this one. It's whatever. It's kind of whatever to me. But the CGI. Yeah, I. I don't want to cut yeah. you off. What do you have? Where the, you the scene we we just talked off um off the air mm-hmm. about the scene where he he rips off uh Kelly Rowland's nose, right. and um that is, pro- I think the worst CGI shot in the whole film. Um. And I don't think it's close. It's I, really bad. I put it up there next to Shadow Freddy, which I love the idea of both of them. I fucking love the idea of both of them. But, I mean, obviously, the Kelly Rowland scene with practical effects? Give me a break. That would have been rad. That would have been so rad. Well, they, and they even made it more egregious because they kind of slowed it down a little bit. And, yeah. like, they tried... It was a temp. I, was this available in 3D? Because it really looks like there's a lot of things that they intended. Oh, Maybe. we can turn this into a 3D effect. There's there's uh, no release that I remember being in 3D. I, I didn't remember, but it, there's so much that looks like it's intended for that. Very, yeah. I mean, this was like right on the, um, the cusp of it, at least. If if they did the nose, even with the horrible CGI that they used, mm-hmm. if they did it quicker. And without that Ronnie showed it direction. and moved on, <laughs> but they, but they like, yeah, they like, oh, this is gonna be good. We're gonna focus on this because yeah. this is gonna be some hot fucking shit. And it was hot shit. It was hot garbage <laughs> shit. Um, so. and I think later on, like in the in the big fight, which we've not even fucking got to yet. By the way, the big fight between mm-hmm. the two behemoths. 
you know, there's that that part where Freddy's up on the. I don't even know where they're fighting. Like they're on the 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 beat the the shores of Crystal Lake, but like there's construction or something going on. I don't know what that fucking shit is. That. What, what are they constructing? Yeah, like another cabin? Because it's a big U-shaped <laughs> scaffolding yeah. tower with a giant ramp. And, like they're mining crystal ore out of the sky. Yeah. And the, the, uh, then they have all the acetylene tanks. The part... Oh my god, they're... Oh my god. We're not even into the fight, Dave. This is going to be a long episode. This is just going to have to be. <laughs> but the part where Freddy throws like the rebar down onto Jason is yeah. cgi as fuck but it's such a cool idea it's such a it cool is idea. I, I love it and I he's getting it. like yep. stapled to the ground by this shit and it's i'm like i love i fucking great idea but then well, even before that in the boiler room of jason's mind uh or it's not when uh freddie's pinballing jason mm. it's super ridiculous and i loved it man I loved it. It made me chuckle. It's very Freddy. The, yeah, I it, it I there. I've saw some complaints uh, as I was just looking through shit uh, this last week or two about that scene, and I'm like, I could go either way. I could I can because I'm I, I got a foot in both camps. Like I'm not just a Jason guy. I'm also a Freddy guy. I I I, uh-huh. I think I love them both. So, uh. It is weird to be more rooted in the reality of a Jason and, you know, be like, he's in a pinball machine. <laughs> like, I understand the yeah. criticism of it, but also you got to take it from the Freddy perspective as well and be like, that is very Freddy. Yeah. Yep. Um, well, uh, the the rave. What did you think about when Jason interrupts the rave and he just comes in? If there wasn't that Ronnie, U slow down bullshit. I thought it was great, but uh, there were there Ronnie, U ruins it again. <laughs> there was one set of kills where there were like two uh, high school frat broy dudes that are just they're like shaking their cups in there and like ah but they're also waiting for the actor to come over and slice them yeah. one at a time. And it's so obvious yeah. it, it, it took me out a little bit, but, um, and that, that walk with, uh, um, Ken Kersinger as Jason on fire. Uh, I, I feel like there, there was some kind of record he set with that. Cause it was a very long on fire walk that yeah. he did. Um, and I'm pretty sure it was him, um, which he like, like Very like cool. uh like Kane Hodder was uh was a stuntman going into being Jason for the first time. So he he was ready to do all the shit, which is, you know, as much as I don't like him as Jason, I, I can at least respect what he did. Um But yeah. Another another cool another I mean, it's not just a cool idea. I think it's a great idea. But Ronnie U, once again. Gets into the fucking weeds of the whole fucking shit. <laughs> and fucking, I don't, I don't know what he's trying to do. I mean, I don't, I don't get, I don't get what he's about. I guess I, I is probably more apt. He is just, I don't, I don't, I don't get the Ronnie U approach. Yeah. 
I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, it's, it's not the greatest. Um, and I, you can tell that we're not talking about someone who's a fan of the franchise, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you know, it, it is, it is a, a kind of, uh, laid back, just get the kills in slasher movie. Um, you know, he has this extra depth of, I don't have one villain, I have two villains, and I have to find a way to bring the ultimate terror of the the physical world and the ultimate terror of the dream world, and I have to find a way to, you know, collide them. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, that's a, that's a crazy big task. Yeah. I mean, and uh, I mean, there was more to it being in development hell for almost 15 years than simply just different but, studios. Right. I mean, putting these yeah. two characters that are in completely different realms <laughs> is, is, is a yeah. tall order. Different tones of movies, right. different, uh, you know, uh, you know, you know, you know the the West Craven New Line camp. You know they wanted Freddy to win. Yeah, that that whole thing. And, and is... yeah, and the the Friday the Thirteenth camp. You know they wanted Fred Jason to win. Maybe it's so... like you know, like I was saying, like I loved Freddy, I loved Jason. I kind of lean more towards Jason, especially because my wife's such a a Freddy stan, and I want to be opposition in that regard. Is <laughs> why well, I lean more Friday. You're... Um. But even then, like, I don't, I didn't give a fucking shit who won. Like, it's the spectacle of the whole thing that I'm after. Yep. Like, uh, yep. are you going to watch Stone Cold versus Bret Hart and be like, oh God, I, uh, you know, no, you just want to see fuck, you just, you know, what, whatever it ends up being is what it ends up being, um, is, is how I felt. Um, but I, did you feel that way? Like, did, did you have one? You're like, oh, well, I, if it's not. If it's not this one, we riot. No, so going into it, like, first watch, I did not care. I kind of figured it would end with some kind of neutral, like... Right, right. Uh, Ambiguous. Whoever like, wins, whoever. They're gonna, you're going to get a wink to the fact that the other one literally. won. And then you literally got <laughs> literally. that. Uh, Which I liked. That was one of my favorite parts of the movie, but, honestly. Yeah, but I... I, I it don't... That, so I I knew I was gonna get that. So I didn't care if it was you know Freddy triumphant, and then at the end like you know Jason opens his eyes again, right, right. and then you you know go to black. I, that would have been fine to me. I I don't care. It, even though I lean Jason, mm-hmm. uh, but I lean Jason pretty hard. Um. Uh, so, but I, I wouldn't have cared. It would not have bothered me. Just the fact that it so. existed, right? Like, I feel like we're both in that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of like, yeah. just the fact that it happened. Like, we're just happy it happened. <laughs> just, just, ex- yeah, yeah. It's more of that uh, a peaceful acceptance thing. Namaste, you yeah. know. Um, uh, what, uh, well, I got a, cu- a couple other real quick things that I want to talk about before we get to our overalls. Um, one, did you know that Rey Mysterio was a stunt double for Freddy Krueger in this movie? Rey Mysterio. What? Yes, really? he was. He was. 
I, and I only learned that as we were making the episode. And I, I thought I, I remembered something about Rey Mysterio um, showing up in the cast list. And I'm like, he must have just been an extra somewhere. But then I found out, no, he was actually a stunt double for fucking Robert England. Uh, at least in the, the uh, I think I saw something that said the boiler room scene. So I guess when he was fighting Jason that first okay. time in the dream world, um, he may have been. Uh, which is weird because I think there is a pretty big difference in physique and height between him and Robert England. Rey Mysterio is not a big guy. Uh, no, no. But uh, yeah, so Rey Mysterio as Freddy, I, I have information to give my wife now. Uh, be like, hey, what does Rey Mysterio and Freddy have in common? You can use it on your wives as well. They may not reply as well. <laughs> That's fine. But uh, <laughs> They may throw themselves yeah. at you. Who knows? Or it may throw you out. Use it your own discretion. Um, but, okay, so there's that. And lastly, one of the things about this movie, being in development hell for so long having so many different scripts, um, one of which was like a more of a new nightmare thing. Have you, have you looked at any of the ideas that were planned for this that never happened? The, the big one, not really, the big one I knew or heard about was um, that Ash. Yeah. Ash Williams was um, mm -hmm. not Ash Ketchum. <laughs> Um, from Pokemon, but Ash Williams, I heard, was going to be uh, third party. That was a big thing, and it did become a comic series uh, for a while, mm -hmm. which I've never, I've never read. Um, I'm not a big fan of continuations of movies into those different mediums. For some, I just want to like if you're not going to make it, then I don't. I, it's not for me. Typically, prove me wrong though. Um, but like there was one script that had Jason Moore in this kind of reality where he was real, kind of like in that new nightmare vein, right? And he was on trial for the crimes he'd committed. And then that led into a cult of Freddy Krueger that were trying to resurrect Freddy Krueger. It was, it was, <laughs> it was some weird shit and it's out there to read. Um, but uh, weird weird and that's just one of the ideas that they were potentially going to do before it got to what came out um and i, I go ahead go ahead I, I you know i think that you're always going to start with the wildest ideas but yeah i mean and then you start thinking okay what can we actually accomplish yeah. what can we actually do so yeah but there was that, and I, I mean, the idea is interesting. I like the idea of it, but I don't know that I would have liked the movie of it. Um, but the ending that I wish we could have gotten, because then it starts to bring things even more, um, more Abbott and Costello-y, you know, and it was the ending with Pinhead, where, you know, Freddy and Jason in that final scene are beating the fucking shit out of each other, and then Hook's spawn from the earth and hook into them and drag them down to hell into this big arena coliseum kind of setting where pinhead is presiding and he says something to the effect of what seems to be the problem in end movie and i'm like oh my god 
I, w I would sacrifice so many goats to make this a reality, but obviously nobody asked me. But he was also owned by a third studio that just made it impossible okay. to happen. But could you imagine? Right, right. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. You could still do that. I mean, imagine if you did that and Ash. Like, why not get all four if we're dreaming? I, yeah. But, I mean, um, Pinhead, like, we I, talked about Michael Myers, right? Like, I feel like Pinhead could fit into this world much easier because he's... More, a little more fantastical. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. God, I would... That's, that was my dream for this to this ending. God, once I read... I, or some, Maybe it was in one of the special features, behind-the-scenes things, talking about it. And it's just like, God, what could have been? Um... I love it. And the, the idea of, you know, Pinhead's chains coming out and you immediately being caught off guard. It, very much like, you know, the the claw coming out and taking Jason's mask and Jason goes to hell. Like a, a different kind of callback to that. Minds could have been blown. But the, I mean. Uh, definitely. Definitely. Rich people ruin everything. <laughs> In some regards. It's, it's so bad. Um, They're like, no. I need an, another million dollars. Yeah. Uh, but the last thing that I want to talk about, I'm hogging the mic, but modern metal music was, was a big thing for this soundtrack, which goes in line with the original, you know, Friday and Freddy, you know, that eighties. I mean, back then it was more of a hair bandy kind of, uh, here and there in the soundtrack. And that's the fact that they, leaned more into a modern metal at the time, you know, with Slipknot and Seven Dust and Lamb of God um, with the soundtrack, which I, I picked the three that I loved the most out of what was on the soundtrack. <laughs> there was some uh, other ones that I'm not big into, um, but I, th I thought it was such a great idea to make it more current at the time. And that's a, I think a, a great idea and I'm, I am glad they did it. Yeah, um, we've, Chris, I don't know if you know this, but we did a whole episode about music and sound design, and we barely scratched the surface of what the the fusion between pop music and, uh, and horror. And when I say pop music, I mean not pop music, but metal. Yeah. Um, and... and it's just works so well uh, when it's done right. Absolutely. And it, it's great. They're, they're it's great. great I, I, like they just chocolate peanut butter, man. They just work naturally. Well, this is, this is the Reese cup of movie. So that's a perfect uh, callback itself. You know, you got a little, you got a little Jason in my <laughs> nightmare on Elm street. Right. Oh, you got a little bit of Freddie in my Friday the 13th. Um, so, is there any other uh, things you want to go over for the movie at large before we get into our overall opinions and rate this bitch? Yeah, I, I, I do just want to tell me profess my enjoyment of this movie. I, we've both taken some time to pick some things into this movie, mm. but I think in general the uh, the general tone is is right even if they made some kind of terrible 
decisions. Um, it's got some, it's got some boobies uh, right at the start of the movie, and you know that ain't bad. Um, it's, it's got, you know, twenty something teenagers, twenty twenty five year old teenagers <laughs> right. uh, running around. Um. Uh, it's got some classic kills. Uh, the first dude, Blake, when Blake gets killed, it that's actually a very Michael Myers kill to me. Um, the bed? You know, uh, maybe because in the first Halloween you have that bedroom kill. Right, right. Um, so I, I don't know if that was an intentional homage or, you know, unconscious theft or blatant <laughs> plagiarism. Um uh, you know, but I will tell I will, it, I will tell you uh, I saw this movie in the theaters because I've been like okay. we talked about I I was there for it I was dying for it saw it this was the first horror movie I saw in the theater where people were laughing at the kills which I've come to find out is a thing people some people do yeah I, I, I don't yeah. understand I don't claim to even try to understand um, but that's just you know some. Maybe it's just where I like to, maybe I'm wondering like, oh, fuck, how did they do that? Or, or I'm trying to be more in the moment. Like, oh my God, that's fucking crazy. Other people are like, just hee-haw and having a great time, which is totally fair. But I was not prepared for that. And that bed in half, I had to quickly <laughs> become okay with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, um. I'm I'm a laugh at the kills guy. I'm a, I'm a cool kills guy. Um, uh, you know, it depends. It whether I laugh or am horrified depends on my emotional attachment. Mm -hmm. And and for classic slashers like this, there's a spectacle. There's really not much. Yeah, it's a, it's about the spectacle. It's about the blood. I want to see some blood. I want to see some cool kills. Um, I mean, if it says anything about, you know, whether I need psychological help, <laughs> one of my favorite kills of, of the entire, you know, Friday the 13th franchise is um, Sleeping Bag Against the Tree Kill. Right. It's so, so good. It's so good. And I, and I used to camp so much as a child and slept in a sleeping bag that that, that, um, it, it's such a good kill. And it, I, it also, it does both. It 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 kind of titillates and makes me laugh, but also it's kind of in the back of my mind scary because I spent so much time in sleeping bags when I was young. So fair enough. Um, that said, Dave, are you ready to hit an ad? We'll come back in the whorehouse and we will rate this bitch, give our overall thoughts before we are out. We are back, and it is time to rate this movie before we get out of here. I'm going to go first. Uh, Dave. Yeah. We are of two camps. As per usual, uh, this fits into the, into the line of Dave rates high, I rate low. And as much as I can praise this movie, I also don't like this movie. Okay. <laughs> and I, th I unfortunately think this is the worst movie in both franchises by a long shot, not counting the remakes or counting the remakes. You. Not, not okay. even counting the remakes. Um, up to 2003, um, 
and God, just, I mean, I see in this in the theater. This is one of the first movies I remember walking out and I looked at my, she's my girlfriend there. She's my, she's my wife now, who's a big Freddy person. And looking at her and being like, that was, that was, the, that was it. That was the movie that I've been waiting so many years for. Let down. Um, wah, wah. Yeah. Um, and like my, like I mentioned earlier, like I would get Fangoria month after month, just hoping there was like a paragraph of, of something. And it, you know, my dad at the time, like I was 20 when this movie came out, my dad gave me like 20 bucks. He's like, go watch your movie. Cause he knew how long I'd been waiting to go watch it. And he, you know, he was the one buying the Fangorias for me as a like 13 year old. Nice. <laughs> He's like, go watch your fucking movie. And, uh, that was, you know, that was pretty cool. Um, I wish it had been a, a, a movie I had enjoyed more. Um, and I feel like I've went over my, my grievances with it. Uh, just a lot of that has to do with the story and the direction. I feel like the actors would have been fine. Um, and Brendan, uh, Fletcher is fantastic. Zach Ward, I swear, if I had the power, you'd be my next Freddy. But that doesn't save you from the fucking judgment of Chris in the whorehouse and Dave. Unfortunately. Unfucking fortunately. I have to give this movie. I, I'm ready? ready. I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I have steeled my nerves. A three out of ten. Wow, okay. Okay. A three out of ten. I, like I said, worst movie of both franchises by far. You heard I, that, guys. Hope Chris so does not more. like Freddy. He does not like Jason. He does not like slasher movies. I, he prefers elevated horror like the Babadook. That's what I, I hear. Um, what did you think? think i was going to write this. i thought you i going into the night there's no way i would have said that but over the course of the night i thought you were aiming pretty low and so i said four and a half okay that's fair at one point i was two okay and a half, but okay. i i was like that's not that's not fair i gotta i gotta you know um but there, there we go. I, I was kind of concerned because I knew you were not picking up my distaste of this movie at a point. And I was like, oh man, I gotta make it. I gotta make it known, or Dave's. Gonna, yeah, I mean, there, there are <laughs> Dave's gonna quit. There are <laughs> no, there are things that um, could be improved. I, I, I didn't think um, Kersinger did horribly. I, I don't think. I, I don't want to say it's it's not possible to do Jason bad because it absolutely is. I mean, there's been so many different yeah. branches. But it's, I mean, in general, you know, yeah. he's the strong, silent type. Um, the tank. The, I loved. I loved the yeah. So of the tank. You know, you you get a uh, hit us up with your uh, hit us up with your rating and your overalls um, and just get into the get into all of it. Tell, I tell actually, me. Tell me how I actually be. do agree that this is the uh, yeah this is probably the second worst Jason movie um 
um, Jason Goes to Hell. And this is probably the... And I'm counting the remakes. And this is probably the second worst Freddy movie with the Freddy remake being the worst. I probably would rate this a little bit higher than I did if I hadn't pretty recently watched um uh, New Nightmare. And because okay. my nostalgia told me New Nightmare was not great, but I actually really enjoyed it. Um and but I it's a weird kind of it became a sleeper over the years, which is yeah, so and, weird. And it's 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 got this weird meta thing that you know Wes Craven would replicate yeah. with uh Scream. So it it's it's got it's very forward thinking slasher where this is not this is an homage to you know, hey, let's let's take these two uh characters that the cash cow is starting to run dry. People are starting to um, uh, not be as into these rerun characters anymore. We let's get one last uh money grab out right. of them. But let's pull the teeth of this yeah, cat one but more the, time. But I felt like the kills were still there. Were a lot of them. They were buried. They were bloody. Yes, the the CGI sucks, and yes, there are some issues with some of the story. But also, there's some really cool stuff here, um, and so I like it. I, it's a big undertaking to to bring these two guys together. Um, but and I yes. think they did good. Um, are you ready? I am I, ready. I, I went a solid seven. Um. I thought you was gonna go okay. eight. Okay, I probably would have gone a seven and a half if um, if it wasn't for New Nightmare recent watch. Um, I, but I only dropped the half. Um, it you know one to ten is such a tight scale that I probably would have rated some of the other of the movies in these two franchises right at the same. But I I really do think that there are only um, two movies that I would rate lower than a seven out of both franchises, two total. So I I like the Friday the Thirteenth reboot from two thousand six uh, two thousand nine with Jared Padalecki. I I do like that um, because it's it's the Force Awakens of Friday the Thirteenth. It's a reboot, but really, really yeah. <laughs> it's an homage. We take all the nostalgia and we cram it into a movie. And uh, and yeah. so it's just good, relaxed fun. Uh, and I, I, yeah. I like it. Well, there we have it. There are our ratings. Um, we I feel like we barely even touched on the actual fight of the... Uh, we'll have to save that um, for when we uh, do the subs, when we do the uh, subs or Patreon. Yeah. Or... I mean, that. I feel like that would be a whole, at least another hour, <laughs> or an hour long uh, discussion. And we've already like blown our cutting the fat for this, for the new season <laughs> out on this one. Because I mean, how can, but you have so much to talk about two franchises and two histories and, 
leading up to it, it's hard to not talk about all that and convey the yeah. feelings of, of yeah. what this And was. we didn't even talk about Jason as a Deadite. We didn't talk about uh, <laughs> in, any of those things, so. But if you want these things to happen, if you want to hear some more of these things, the best way you can do that, if you agree or disagree with us as well, Dave, tell them how they can get that above. Uh, first off, message us, tell us that you're interested in those things. On the Twitters, at Sweetness1 with six E's, or at HorrorHouse2, because there's two of us and you have to type it all out. Uh, <laughs> you can email us horrorhousepodcast at gmail.com or you can go to the Horrorhouse page on Facebook. You can leave us a voicemail on anchor.fm forward slash horrorhouse. I think. You think? I, I think you can leave us a voicemail on Anchor. <laughs> oh. As, as it's still there as, okay. of, as okay. of right now. We'll see where we'll see what happens. Um finally, please share us around, share us to your friends, rate, like, favorite, all of that. Um let the world know that uh you like the you like the horror house and you want to be in the horror house with us. And the beer caught up to me for a second, but I'm fine. We're we're begging for those Spotify follows. That's our goal. Spotify, our goal is yes, 100 Spotify follows. Um, if you got an alternate email, set up, set up. Nothing's stopping you from setting up, uh, you know, uh, multiple free accounts and following. Yeah. So, you know, hey, it is what it is. Um, and it will just go to help us to provide more and better content for you and with that said uh we will be back next week same horror house time same horror house channel um until then dave any final words uh i look forward to continuing uh this uh disagreement over movies with you chris um one of these days I'm going to have you uh, see the light and you're going to be like, oh, you're right. Every movie deserves to be at least a five. <laughs> However, we have agreed completely on one movie this season. We were the, the same, which you said have, has happened before, but I'm drunk every time this ends. So I, I don't remember the, the episode. Yeah, so I don't remember where I know it has I, either that or I'm experiencing um uh, deja vu uh or mandela affecting my brain so i don't <laughs> we will be back in a week uh we will see you guys then we are out thanks for listening bye